1: And welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry. And with me today in studio is Father Don Fite, a retired priest of the Diocese of Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's good to be with you today. Yeah, it's great to see you again. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics. And we've been talking about the events that led up to the crucifixion. So let's talk about the agony in the garden. If Jesus was God, was he really fearful?
2: Well, let me tell you, Tim. uh, It sounds to me, let's listen for a second, just to the gospel itself. St. Matthew's saying, when he entered that Gethsemane Garden, he began to be saddened and exceedingly troubled. And St. Mark, a little more dramatic, I think, in saying, he began to feel dread and to be exceedingly troubled, uh, that's strong language. Uh, it's saying that Jesus truly uh, was experiencing a fear that was, uh, we can hardly understand it, because, uh, well, he, of course, you remember now, he had known of crucifixion, this was nothing rare. Uh, there's many uh, indications that even when he was growing up, There were nearby crucifixions in towns not too far from his. And certainly living in Jerusalem or visiting there, uh, this was a Roman way of taking care of the worst of their uh, criminals. Uh, And uh, remember, none of these Jewish people were Roman. They're the only ones that got spared, as St. Paul did, from crucifixion. So they knew it was a horrible experience. Uh, So he was just... You know, that how would we be if we knew it was? It's one thing to get electrocuted, as or things like that, or get your head cut off. Those are awful ways of dying, but nothing compared to the slowness and the agony, the physical pain, the emotional, just everything. I, I don't. And know. to know that it was going to uh, happen. Sure, that it's in the very near future. Yeah, yeah because he, and he had already told them three different times, <laughs> it's going to happen. He knew, uh, so it was not just uh, guesswork on his part. He was. Making his determination to accept this, and he knew it was coming.
1: So, 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 in the agony of the garden, it was as if Jesus was sweating blood.
2: That's right. Uh, St. Luke, who mentions this, was a physician, and uh, so he perhaps knew that physically there is a condition that can happen to the body when the fear is great enough that your sweat glands actually take blood from your capillaries and push it out through your skin. I mean, it it can happen physically, uh, but it would be so rare. Uh, But, uh, uh, you know, Jesus is praying, Abba, Father, if it's possible, if it's possible, please remove this chalice from me. But then remember how he finishes up. Well, Father, not my will, but yours be done. But uh, he, you know, when he went on that cross and prayed Psalm 22, my God, why have you for- abandoned me? That feeling was all there in the garden, of just, uh, and yet he he had to keep turning himself over to the Father, you know, and abandoning himself to the awfulness of what was about to happen.
1: And that's a good lesson for us, Father, when we're having uh, difficult times in our lives, mm-hmm. is to turn to God and focus on not only asking God what we want, but to finish it with saying but not my will, Lord, your will mm-hmm. be done.
2: Yeah. Uh, Tim, may I give you an example of a prayer that I pray every day um, that um, other people have learned it too because it's from a, a man who was beatified a couple years ago, Charles de Foucault, uh, a Frenchman, uh... who um, spent a lot of time meditating on the, the crucifixion of Jesus, much like Francis of Assisi did, but blessed Charles uh, wrote a prayer called the prayer of abandonment and uh, Recently, I was making a retreat with other priests where one of them said, I don't think I can ever pray this and really mean it. And another priest responded, don't worry about that. <laughs> you know, it isn't your prayer. It's really Charles putting this prayer on the lips of Jesus. It's really Jesus' prayer. It's sort of a um, paraphrase, you might say, which goes like this. I'll just read you the first couple lines. Father. I abandon myself into your hands. Do with me what you will. Whatever you may do, I thank you. I'm ready for all. I accept all. Let only your will be done in me and in all your creatures. I wish no more than this, O oh Lord. Huh? And the prayer goes on in a similar vein for another paragraph to say that Father, I just totally surrender myself to you. It's it's that that total surrender that is so difficult for us, we want to say, okay, I'll do this, but... Uh, <laughs> and the, Jesus wants to take away even the but as much as he can, uh, just to make it a full and complete surrender of his self uh, mm-hmm. to his Father.
1: I know Mother Teresa said that suffering is a gift, and I know I've spent the majority of my adult life avoiding pain and suffering. <laughs> and yet when we look to the cross and we look to the to the passion of Jesus, and how much he suffered. And he was perfectly innocent and perfect and of course
2: we're not and I'm not. Yeah. But uh, but listeners, don't feel bad (laughs) if you find it hard to join your suffering to Jesus. It is hard. Uh, Recently I went through some uh, pain that was more than I'm used to coping with and I found how quickly a pity party began. (laughs) And I just found it so hard to to really surrender that pain while I had to endure it. Mm -hmm. Um, I got got a grouchy and uh, just out of sorts, and I realized, gee, Lord, I have a ways to go. We all do, don't we, Uh, to learn to make that surrender with Jesus.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think it has to do with detaching ourselves from this world, from our own weaknesses and sinfulness, Mm -hmm. and from our attachment to pleasure.
2: Amen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I mean, for me, it's, for me, it's... It's for me. I, it's my co- I want to be comfortable. Right. Grab some medicine. Do something here. <laughs> yeah, take this away. Mm-hmm.
1: Question 101 in the Catechism asks, Why did Jesus have to redeem us on the cross
2: of all places? So why, why did he have to die in that fashion? And of course, again, it goes back to that, uh, what we said yesterday, that it's all the father's will, uh, ultimately, uh, that he died this way. Uh, and of course, Jesus accepting his father's will, it had to be that way. In the context of the time, uh, as I said, the crucifixion was the worst of the worst way to die. The catechism says it was a place of utmost degradation. Uh, if you were a Roman citizen, you could be beheaded. Uh, That was a dignified way to die die in comparison to the horror of the crucifixion, as those of who might have seen the Passion play know, uh, the Passion movie by Mr. Gibson. uh, uh, It was just unbelievable how much a person suffered. Many didn't even make it all the way to the cross because of the horribleness of what the the body suffered. But uh, why did it have to be this way? Again, it's love. Jesus wanted to give us the most he possibly could, so he had to give his all, even if it meant the worst kind of death that anybody could ever experience. He so there's one more
1: way he proved his love for us by suffering in this fashion right. in the, in the yeah. most horrible, painful, lengthy way. You know, like say say, beheading mm-hmm. would be quick, yeah. but but a right. crucifixion could take hours and even a could, day or two. Could
2: any one of us, no matter what we're enduring, say that, well, Jesus, you didn't endure as much as me. I don't see how we could say that, uh, given the knowledge we have of what what he went through. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jesus encourages us to take up our cross and follow him.
1: What exactly does he mean by this?
2: You well, cat UCAT says, Tim, that uh, we should not Seek suffering in the sense that it's it's just it's just better than not suffering. Um, god is not a god of cruelty uh, who wants us suffering for the sake of suffering. No, it's it's that idea that that ever since sin entered into the world, <laughs> we have endured suffering, even the suffering that leads to death. But it uh, it can find a meaning, says the Catechism, if we unite ourselves to Jesus in His suffering. Uh, remember when he said, come to me and take up my yoke, bear my yoke? For know. a slight. Yeah. This Amazing. time uh, yeah, he's, he's saying, my yoke, my suffering, my willingness to do the Father's will in this awful suffering, I'm asking you, will you do that with me? Well, that's a big request. But uh, he, he wouldn't ask of us what he wasn't willing to help us do. So he left us an example uh, that we could follow, says St. Peter in his steps, huh? with his help. Uh, but we do have to make that determination. Jesus, I'm willing to follow you, even through this suffering.
1: Um, and also, isn't it true, Father, doesn't the church teach uh, redemptive suffering, that if we, in fact, unite our suffering with Jesus' suffering, that it can have some redeeming value, not just for ourselves,
2: but maybe for our loved ones or for other absolutely, people? Absolutely, Tim, because... He's the head and we're the body, you know. So what we suffer with him, we are helping him, so to speak, to redeem the world, to redeem not just uh, our, our bring salvation to ourselves, but to many others, too. Uh, so it's, it's a great, great gift to be able to suffer with Jesus. Mary, nobody did it more than Mary. Huh? Blessed Mother Mary, why do we see her as so precious at the cross? Because she was accepting with him everything he was enduring in her soul she just opened her heart to his suffering and and we call her the mother of sorrows for that reason and we see her as the the leader in all this and there was a little saint i call her little because uh well she was um just um not very famous person but she is now the first saint to come from the americas her name was rose lived in lima peru and saint rose said apart from the cross there's no other way to heaven. There's no other ladder to get there. huh? So she saw that it's going to be through uh, the suffering that we endure. And St. Uh, John Paul II, uh, recently canonized, said each one in his suffering can become a share in the redemptive suffering of Christ. So, Tim, what you just said, you're in full concurrence with the Pope, huh, who mm-hmm. said we can help to redeem the world.
1: Awesome. Uh, and that, and mm-hmm. I think that's important uh, that not only, it's not just me and Jesus, but I can actually pray or offer up my suffering for the benefit of somebody else. That's
2: right. and uh, So there's power in that. Sure. So uh, when somebody says, I'm going to pray for you, it isn't just uh, a nice thought. You know, uh, people who don't, believe in the lord will say i'll keep you in my th- thoughts when they're sick or dying or something you know we do like more that's than that's going to do any good yeah uh, we we know that the thought can be turned into a prayer the prayer can be a joining of ourselves to jesus and say jesus let my suffering help this soul uh, who may need the gift of salvation even or a, uh, a gift of not despairing that sort of thing so uh, power can go through su- our suffering
1: Uh, Thomas Kempis said, if you carry your cross joyfully,
2: it will carry you. Amen. uh, Yeah, that's a nice thought, isn't it?
1: it, It's Uh it's hard to think of being joyful as we're suffering. That's right.
2: It's a paradox. It is. But, uh, But, uh, you know, as one person said to me recently, Jesus' happiest moment in his life, his most joyful moment, certainly, was his dying moment. You know, how could somebody be joyful? It's because he was loving the most. He was giving the most. So he was accomplishing what he was here to do. Perfect. Uh, and that's what gives us joy to do that.
1: Thank you, Father. You've been listening to Father Donner, Donald Fight as we go through the UCAT and understanding who Jesus was and, and the meaning of his suffering. Father, could you give us a, a blessing on our listeners, please?
2: Dear Lord. Do bless each one who listens today, some of them who do endure a lot of suffering. May they learn, Lord, uh, to give their suffering to your heart and with you uh, to offer it to the Father. Uh, May all the suffering we endure be a blessing to us uh, because it brings God's love into our hearts and to others as well. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember that Faith with Father
1: is a great teaching tool to use at your parish along with the UCAT. You can listen to any archive show And then go by the number and you can cover the entire UCAT at livingbreadradio.com. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. God bless you.
0: This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.